Good morning. Today is Friday, finally, the 23rd of October, 2020. Today, we commemorate St. James of Jerusalem. Our readings this morning, and we're actually, we're not going to use the daily office readings. We're going to use the Eucharistic lectionary readings um, because most of us, well, Actually, let me change my mind on that. Yeah, I'm going to go with that because most of us are not going to attend a special church service today for James. So we're going to read the the main readings for for commemorating St. James of Jerusalem. So we're reading Psalm 119, 145 through 168, Jeremiah 11, 18 through 23, Hebrews 12, 12 through 24, and the Gospel of Matthew 10, 16 through 22. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. God is the rock of our salvation. Oh, come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to God with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker, for you are our God, 
and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. God is the rock of our salvation. Oh, come, let us worship. Now, I apologize. I got the readings wrong. Our morning prayer readings are Psalm 119, verses 145 through 168, Jeremiah 11, 18 through 23, and the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 10, verses 16 through 22. That's right. It's only three today instead of the usual four. There is also evening prayer, and there is a Eucharistic lectionary as well, if you are lucky enough to um, get to a church that celebrates this as a special feast day. You probably know me well enough by now, um, if you've been listening a bit, to know that I wish we really celebrated all of the feast days. I wish we had time to just be celebrating God in this way all the time. Um, But we do have the ability to celebrate God in all we do. So we'll do, we'll do these morning readings, and then we'll go about our day joyously, giving thanks to God for all the saints. Amen. All right, Psalm 119, verses 145 through 168. With my whole heart I cry, answer me, O God. I will keep your statutes. I cry to you, save me, that I may observe your decrees. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I put my hope in your words. My eyes are awake before each watch of the night, that I may meditate on your promise. In your steadfast love, hear my voice, O God. In your justice, preserve my life. Those who persecute me with evil purpose draw near. They are far from your law. For you, yet you are near, O God. And all your commandments are true. Long ago I learned from your decrees that you have established them forever. Look on my misery and rescue me, for I do not forget your law. Plead my cause and redeem me. Give me life according to your promise. Salvation is far from the wicked, for they do not seek your statutes. Great is your mercy, O God. Give me life according to your justice. Many are my persecutors and my adversaries. Yet I do not swerve from your decrees. I look at the faithless with disgust because they do not keep your commands. Consider how I love your precepts. Preserve my life according to your steadfast love. The sum of your word is truth. And every one of your righteous ordinances endures forever. Princes persecute me without cause, but my heart stands in awe of your words. I rejoice at your word like one who finds great spoil. I hate and abhor falsehood, but I love your law. Seven times a day I praise you for your righteous ordinances. Great peace have those who love your law. Nothing can make them stumble. I hope for your salvation, O God, and I fulfill your commandments. My soul keeps your decrees. I love them exceedingly. 
I keep your pers- I keep your precepts and decrees for all my ways are before you. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Jeremiah, chapter 11, verses 18 through 23. It was God who made it known to me, and I know, and I knew. Then you showed me their evil deeds. But I was like a gentle lamb led to the slaughter, and I did not know it was against me that they devised schemes, saying, Let us destroy the tree with its fruit. Let us cut him off from the land of the living, so that his name will no longer be remembered. But you, O God of hosts, who judge righteously, who try the heart and the mind, let me see your retribution upon them, for to you I have committed my cause. Therefore thus says God concerning the people of Anathoth, who seek your life and say, You shall not prophesy in the name of God, or you will die by our hand. Therefore, says the God of hosts, I am going to punish them. The young men shall die by the sword. Their sons and their daughters shall die by famine, and not even a remnant shall be left of them. For I will bring disaster upon the people of Anathoth, the year of their punishment. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Amen. Canticle 18, A Song to the Lamb. Splendor and honor and royal power are yours by right, O God Most High. For you created everything that is, and by your will they were created and have their being. And yours by right, O Lamb that was slain. For with your blood you have redeemed for God from every family, language, people, and nation, a royal priesthood to serve our God. And so, to the one who sits upon the throne, and to Christ the Lamb, be worship and praise, dominion and splendor, forever and forevermore. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Savior, Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 10, verses 16 through 22. See, I am sending you out like sheep into the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Beware of them, for they will hand you over to councils and flog you in their synagogues, and you will be dragged before governors and kings because of me as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. When they hand you over, do not worry about how you are to speak or what you are to say, for what you are to say will be given to you at that time. For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Creator speaking through you. Brother will betray brother to death, and a parent their child, and children will rise against parents and have them put to death, and you will be hated by all because of my name. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. 
the gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. A few thoughts on our readings this morning, my friends. Our psalm begins, our section of psalm, our psalm reading today begins, with my whole heart I cry. And it made me think about the word wholeheartedly and some other phrases that we use in our culture that basically mean with all of ourselves, with everything that we have. And I think that's the crux of the thing with God is that we need to, it is a beautiful thing when we bring our whole selves to God. Not just our Sunday best or our Sunday time or our Sunday tithe, but our whole selves to this relationship, to this great union with God. We don't do a lot in our culture that is holistic. We value compartmentalization, public selves and private selves, and not being transparent, keeping things back, divvying ourselves up. I was a master compartmentalizer early in my life from a very, very young age. It was a, a survival tactic and it worked. It served its purpose. But when it was no longer needed for survival, it, it really got in the way of me living and worshiping and being in relationship with God wholeheartedly, holistically. And I, I've done, probably I'm still doing a lot of work with a lot of help and healing from God to reintegrate all those aspects of my being that I had fragmented, had compartmentalized. And living life as a fully integrated person, living life wholeheartedly, I haven't found it to be easy. I found it to be rather raw and vulnerable and sometimes painful. And the saving grace is that wholehearted relationship with God covers everything. When God becomes more than a Sunday companion, and instead a constant companion, guide, parent, holistic wellspring of love in my life, I can meet all those challenges wholeheartedly. And when I bring all that I am to the table, I see things differently. I approach things differently. It's like having, it's like having a table with lots of people at it instead of just the one. When I was compartmentalizing, when I was not living wholeheartedly, so to speak, 
it's like I would only allow one person at the table at a time. This is a moment for my mind, so only my mind can go forward. This is a moment for my heart, so only my heart can sit at the table and have a speaking role. Do you see what I'm saying? I think it is the beauty of the relationship with God and with God's creation that it's, it's both the problem and the solution to bring our holistic selves. And what I mean by that is that is that it's hard work. <laughs> it is not it is not easy. Maybe it's something that is meant to be easy for us. Maybe in the garden it was easy. I don't know. So it, it is it once like and when I say the problem I mean like the thing we're setting out to do, the adventure that we're setting upon, the thing that challenges us, right? And then it's also the thing that saves us. Living wholeheartedly is difficult, but living wholeheartedly is also the great comfort that we need. I hope that that makes a little bit of sense. In Jeremiah and in our gospel reading, this theme of being an innocent in a dangerous place, a lamb led to the slaughter, it says in Jeremiah, sheep into the midst of wolves, it says in Matthew, is true of the saints. And I think there's an important message for us here. In a culture that mocks innocence, that derides and ridicules it, it is a virtue in the dominion of God. Yesterday we talked about the true definition of humility. And in many places in our scripture, it talks about the reversed values of the dominion of heaven as opposed to what rules here on earth. And I think that this is true here. We must remain. It is God's desire for us to remain wide-eyed and innocent and wholehearted and hopeful. And when the world mocks you for it, when the cynics around you try to tear you down, don't jump into their pit of hopelessness. Stand firm on the God that is the rock of our salvation because it is with wide eyes and open hearts that you will see the miracles that God has worked, is working, and will work in God's creation. And any pain that comes, that the world brings because you are innocent and genuine and transparent and wholehearted, God will heal and restore 
and God's justice will be done on the evildoers who bring harm to the innocent. That is what these passages are telling us. Friends, there is no shame in it. There is great strength. And your strength will never run out. For you draw from the bottomless well, from the never-ending life source of God. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together, my friends. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Our creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We're going to use the beautiful prayers from the Iona Abbey Worship Book in place of suffrages again today. Into your care, O God, we place those whom we love, those for whom we worry, those from whom in time or place or affection we are distant. Into your care, O God, we place what grieves us and what inspires us and fills us with hope. Into your care, O God, we give ourselves. God bless to us our bodies. God bless to us our souls. God bless to us our lives. God bless to us our belief. May the blessing of light be upon us. Light without and light within. May the moon, sun, and stars shine on us and warm every heart till it glows like a great fire so that strangers and friends may come in and find welcome. May the light shine out from our eyes like a candle set in a window. And may God bless us with goodness and loving kindness. Amen. A Collect for St. James of Jerusalem. Grant, O God, that following the example of your servant James the Just, sibling of our Savior, your church may give itself continually to prayer and to the reconciliation of all who are at variance and enmity. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
The Collect for Proper 24. Almighty and everlasting God, in Christ you have revealed your glory among the nations. Preserve the works of your mercy, that your church throughout the world may persevere with steadfast faith in the confession of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A Collect for Peace O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Let's use the prayer attributed to St. Francis as our prayer for mission, as we have been doing so often lately. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console. To be understood as to understand. To be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Now is the time to lift up and to hold in the light any whom the Spirit has placed upon your heart for prayer. Dear God, we pray that you will help us to live wholeheartedly in this world that you have made. We ask for your protection, your healing, your restoration, your restitution, and your justice as we do our best to cooperate with you in living fully integrated with our whole selves from your love and to be your love in the world. Let our eyes be wide, our hearts be open, and our minds fixed on the steadfast wisdom of your grace. Let us be not afraid, but sure, knowing with that knowing that is in our bones that we are safe in your love. That even as we go out like sheep into the midst of wolves, you keep us. We are innocent like doves and wise like serpents and always, always your companions. In the holy name of your, son, of your begotten and our Savior, Jesus Christ, our sibling and Savior, Jesus Christ, May we draw on the wisdom and strength of all the saints, like James the Just, who have gone before us and go out into the world to continue co-creative work with you, dear God. Amen.
Almighty God, giver of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. We live without fear. Our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother. We go now in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.